This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. Secret. I think you want to know. A dirty little secret about a secret little show. We're rolling. Sarah and Vinny Secret Show for Hump Day. It is July 13th, 2022. I get my new bed today. Oh. My entire being is craving. Are you going to bone down in that bed right away? Is that like. Oh, you we know. may never bone in that bed. That's my room. That is harsh. I know. You're yeah, a maybe mean I'll lady. Or maybe I will. If he's good, if he behaves himself. What, is, what kind of thing is that to say? <laughs> if he gets everything on the list done. Oh, and I'll sakes. reward him with this sweet, sweet gold mine. This is a secret show now, right? It yeah. is. Okay. And you've changed all the buttons. And all the buttons, that all the buttons are changed. You're not on the I, air. I quadruple checked everything. We're okay. good. And we're recording. We're recording. Okay. All right. Are we running a backup? We are running a backup. Oh, look all right. Alex. <laughs> all right. Fucking a pope. And I might need that backup also for the podcasting, which is going to be interesting. So. Oh, what do you mean by that? Oh, you know, just uh, there's always, you know, stuff. Always something. Always something. Listen, in the end, if today's secret show is lost, it's not the end of the world. No, the secret show will be good. Secret show will be good. But what about, what are you hoping to Uh, not lose? Podcasting stuff, other stuff. Yeah, I got to go check out. You're in charge of all that stuff. You got a lot of extra work, (laughs) don't you, when when Brent's not here? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I I do. You're running the show. Yeah, I help help Brent out a lot. And then, yeah, uh, yeah, when he's not here, I try to help out even more. When we were doing the music news earlier and you had to play all those songs, were you like nervous? You seemed seemed jittery. You know, I'm always kind of jittery, so I can't. I I was nervous, you know, but but I'm I'm more comfortable. You don't look like, you know, to look at you, you don't look like. (laughs) a guy who would be nervous like you know you're kind of relaxed looking but then you start talking to you and, and like your hands are going and yeah you need to breathe maybe I, do I yoga blame, i blame my, my dad my dad oh, is very is anxious yeah, yeah if you look at my dad and then me and my brother it's just oh yeah so break them all dude we'll just blame him no. so. what do you think that is like you're high strung I don't know what it is. Yeah, like an anxiety thing. You know, my mom has a lot on my, my mom's too? side of the family, too. I mean, it could be. I mean, there's a lot going on there. Yeah. Oh, huh. yeah. Yeah. Every family has. It's crazy. Yeah, we, we have a lot there. So, yeah, we uh Yoga we might really on. help. You know, I, I have anxiety a lot, too. And when I would go to yoga, it would, uh, would remind me, just breathe. Just shake out your shoulders. Breathe. No one is coming for you. No one is going to hurt you. No one is coming for you. <laughs> That's look. You tell yourself what you need to hear. You know. Well, I. I but used it can to, really help. Yeah, I used to drink a lot and use a lot to, not, to self-medicate. That's and not that helpful. Now, oh, you don't do that at all. I don't do that. Oh, at you're, all. you yeah. quit. Are you clean yeah. and sober? I am. Yes. Oh, how Good long for you? Uh, since 2010. Good for you. Oh, yeah. long time. Yeah. Yeah, I was 23. Damn. Yeah, it was pretty rough. So, 
<laughs> well, look, you you came to sobriety early enough to not ruin have a your life, life mm-hmm. right? Right. Does your wife drink? She does not, which is great. Pretty interesting when you because it wasn't like we met in sobriety or anything like that. It was like she just she doesn't just doesn't drink. like it. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's fucking lucky. Because I've been with a lot of girls. Yeah, hung out it's with a lot of girls. It's hard when someone's do. partying and you just want to be part of the gang. Yeah, and most aren't too bad, but there is still things I, you know, get weirded out about. And I try not to, you know, but it's like, yeah, if they're drinking, it's like, what do we do? You know, do we kiss? You know, I don't want to trigger that. I actually wondered know. that because um, when Vinny and Christina visited us in Tahoe, and Vinny's been sober for years and years, um, she was having a glass of wine and I actually asked her, at, you know, we were had a, an alone moment together. I was like, can you kiss him after you've had? And she goes, yeah. She was like, it was no thing. Yeah, we don't. It, it, I'll tell. I'll, uh, you weren't like lapping the wine. No, no, no. There's, no, 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 no. <laughs> there's more to this story than. So look, in, in reality, uh, she's a she's a normal person. Like she can have a glass of wine and doesn't get ripped. But in the pandemic, she drank more than I'd ever seen her drink. Oh, and I was, you were saying, hold that third glass until after I go. Yeah. To bed. And I had to, I truly had to say, look, I, you know what? I, I, and I've said this to her before too. So, so your wife doesn't drink at all. But with Christina, I've said, you know, do me a favor, go get shit faced with your friends not around me i don't want to see it like go do that i don't want to hold your hair back but i don't want to yeah i don't want to be involved in the you know she's she's pretty good about it but she still has like on fourth of july we had friends over and she got ripped she had three or four glasses of wine and there was a point where our friends left and they went and did their thing I looked out in the backyard from upstairs, and she's, I don't want to say passed out. She's passed out. Let's call her asleep (laughs) by the fire pit at 10 at night. And I'm looking down there going, I shouldn't have to pick this up, but I do. Like, I can't leave, I can't go to bed and leave a fire burning and a lady passed out in the backyard. So I had to go down (laughs) the stairs, wake her up, turn the fire pit off. Uh bring her in. I'm like, this is BS. You know, it's funny because like, with the contrast of that with a guy who doesn't drink at all, like she just had a fun night, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not, she didn't do anything wrong or nope. any of that. But you know, the pro- I, I, as I see it, she didn't go through that with you. No. All she has is your stories about that stuff. And I don't even like to tell stories. Right. They're, they're not flattering. No. And, but that's the thing. I, I, for her... She just doesn't. She doesn't have all the whys and all the bad memories right. of that. What I would say though is, I do think even people who don't have a problem, they drank more during the pandemic. I just think that that oh, became yeah. a bigger issue in a lot of people's lives. The weird part are, are the people you you hear who drank their whole life, and I've heard this more than once. And then in the pandemic, they found a problem. Yeah, like. Because they're home, because it was kind of... Why wouldn't I? Well, it was also kind of dark. Yes. The, the oh, curiosity yeah. of what does this mean for us? Are we... Is this the beginning of the end? You heard people talking about it. Yeah. You heard truly people had fears about that. And I think that there was some depression that people suffered. And yep. it, it ended up bringing out... Things that were 
small problems became big problems. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So anyway, I, I don't, I don't have a problem with her having a drink or two, but yeah, I don't want to be around it. Well, right. I just don't. Because that just makes it harder for you. And also, you know, when people drink, they have, like, she'll get argumentative about something where I'm just like, I couldn't fucking care ever in a million years. So just win. Whatever it is, I just right. don't care. But she, it's and about you're spinning the on she me. Wants to Stop it. <laughs> like she wants to have a fight. I know well she wants to yeah, she's Well, she's very quiet, so I'm not surprised to hear that, that when it uncorks her. That it uncorks her. Yeah. Because I we have this one friend, Heather, who is very quiet. She is actually she's a very close friend of mine. And she's very quiet and demure. She's incredibly quiet, yes. She is. Just doesn't but is will answer any questions or, you know, she's not, like, shy. Well, I guess there is some shyness, but whatever. So I remember the first time she and uh, her husband came over at our house and we liked them and we sat down and and we were playing cards and we were having drinks and this side of Heather came out that I was like, I fucking love you. Oh. Like, you, when she, because she started just being funny and goofy and just all this, like, it all sort of came it lets out. It, out. it okay. lets it out. So I don't I am always plying her with booze. I'm like, hey, you want another drink? You know what? And that's what's interesting when I talk to different people who've had bad experiences with alcohol for whatever however that is. There's I'm I'm fine. I'm out. There's nothing there's, I don't need booze to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And if anything, booze made me introverted yeah you didn't want to be around you wanted to do that alone I that's did. how i got with cocaine well i Just did like, that alone I want to be alone in believe part it or not. because of our jobs yes and oh, so sure. i'm known i couldn't just go to a bar and have a drink and not have it end up on the air right. especially since i'm crawling out of the bar right instead of you know i thought he said he was sober <laughs> having click 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 yeah click. having a drink and leaving instead i'm there for the half the day right so I didn't do that, but that is, it's, it's weird that that's Parts. for most people. It's the thing that lets them free, yeah. freeze them. Oh, she starts singing. I yeah. mean, she's, she's, and actually I will say this though, having known her all this time, she's a lot looser with me now. Right. Of course. Probably because she knows I've seen, I've seen her throw up. Oh. So, you know, I've seen it all. Right. It started out that way with me, but uh, yeah, towards the end, I remember one of the big signs for me that there was an issue is that I did get clean for a minute, but I didn't actually try. And then, uh, you know, then I started drinking again and my stepdad was like, I didn't have to see you drink. I, I knew you're drinking again, you know, just oh. by my demeanor oh. yeah, and my attitude completely flipped. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. It was, that was one of the things. It brought like, out the wow. worst in you. Yeah, for sure. It does. in some people, you know, really it's like instant asshole, just add a beer. Uh, but for some people, it really, I mean, and socially, you know, if you can socially, it does loosen you up a little bit and you do feel like, oh, well, that's why it's worldwide. Yeah. The best thing ever. Yeah. Worldwide. People have been trying to get out of their heads since people it, had heads. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Who, I'll I lick, mean, yeah. I'll lick a toad. Yeah. I'll do that. That's I was just going to say. Mushroom. Who the hell licks a toad? Right. Someone trying to get high. Yeah. Maybe this will. Uh, oh, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Fucking drugs and alcohol, man. Anyway, I don't know how we got on this, but listen, if I want to hear... Didn't have, if pro- people didn't have problems with them, we'd all be doing them all the time. Well, you know? yeah, I'd have a beer with me now. 
but that would indicate that you had a problem. Right. But that's the point is that's why that I can't right. get my head around not doing that since I can. All right. I'm going to do a couple things here. Okay. Um, I've got a, a response to two different shows and they're from earlier in June because we were on vacation, et cetera. Um, and then I, I have a uh, kind of a fun little bad advice. So All right. Do them both. We'll start with the responses. Uh, you can call me Mad Dog. Okay. All right. Thank you for giving us an alternate name other than just don't say my name. I'm responding to two different secret show topics you had. Uh, the Let's see, Wednesday, June 8th, and Thursday, June 9th. For the Wednesday, June 8th show, Vinny talked about the study showing how women are more, in, are more into aggressive porn. You then went into women losing their virginity and how many of those experiences are not always consensual. It made me think of my slutty college years and how there were so many instances where men basically pushed me to have sex. I'll admit it, I'm a people pleaser and I've always struggled speaking up for myself, but I always felt pressured in those situations. I would say no to the first attempt, but most of those guys just kept pushing. And after saying no more than once, I would in turn roll over and give up. With the modern day Me Too movement, it puts a lot of situations I've experienced into perspective. I'm not entirely blaming guys, but when Sarah was talking about her first BJ experience, I resonated with that. Well, yes, we have to teach boys and young men about no means no. What I think is more important is about empowering girls and young women to say, no, I don't want to do that. And, and that that is okay. Just her two cents. Okay. Uh, then Mad Dog goes on. For the Thursday, June 9th show, someone wrote in for advice on not being asked to be a bridesmaid. And this is where I don't agree with your bad advice. She's calling it actually bad. I love you guys, but give that girl a break. I have totally been there, and it's such a horrible feeling. As I said earlier, I'm a people pleaser, and I also put more effort than anyone into friendships and relationships. It is crushing to know that you think highly of someone in your life and then realize that feeling's not mutual. I give kudos to that girl for saying how she felt to her friend, and if I was her, I probably would pass on the wedding. However, I would look at that as a good thing and realize that maybe that friendship wasn't good for you in the long run. As I get older, I've cut off a few toxic friendships because at the end of the day, they were doing more harm than good. That is what I think that girl should realize. Don't hold a grudge. Just wish that friend well. Chop it off. Get on down the road. Uh, sorry if this is too long for a response. It isn't. Slurps all around. Uh, can you do a happy hour soon? It has been a minute. You know... I'm actually glad you bring that up. I, I, We do like the happy hours, and while we're doing them, they are fun. But now that it's not a pandemic anymore, I very often, or Bryn very often, or other people who want to do the show very often, we, we're doing things. It's a Friday, and we've got plans. It, it has been increasingly difficult to put those together, just because life is back. Well, yeah, I would think that that's fair. Mm. Like, yeah, we're not trapped inside anymore. That was the reason for right. that event, was everyone was home, and you could just... Everyone was and the home. Every, right. All the houses were wired, and everyone could easily jump in. Right. So it's not even just that we were free. It was that you were free, too. Right. It was that we were all like, well, let's just get on the Zoom and let everybody in. So um, they're not gone forever, and we'll occasionally have those, but I, I, they just aren't coming together the way they used to. Uh, so there you go. Thank you, Mad Dog, for the... Put that into my red file. Hold on. All here. right. Yeah. How do I do that? Never mind. I'll do it later. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't f- fucking figure this thing out. Okay. Longtime listener, almost 20 years now. Hard to believe, but first time writing in. You guys have become such a huge and happy part of my day, and you make my long commute something I actually look forward to. Thank you all for doing what you do. I just adore you all and look forward to all of your shows. 
Um, and I will say, right back at you. We just got some ratings that are that we have only we have you to thank for. Thank you, thank you, thank you for every minute you give us listening to this show. That all the minutes mm-hmm. we, I mean, without you, we're nothing. Okay, need some advice? Don't say my name. Call her sexy stoned. That's what she says. No, I, I won't do it. Sexy Stone says, I've been married for six years now. We have two small kids, which, of course, dramatically slowed down our sex life. Yeah, it does. Over the past year, though, we've discovered gummies, which, oh, my God, have turned our sex life around and honestly have turned it into some pretty hot, steamy, uninhibited sex. We have one on average twice a week, and the sex is out of this world. My question is this. Is it bad that 95% of our sex is now when we're high on gummies? (laughs) I try and make a point to have some sex on our off nights, but honestly, that's pretty rare. Is this a problem? I can't speak to your drug use, but I I would say it like this. <clears throat> it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. If you're having fun, you're doing it right. Right. So unless that's something that you can't stop right. when you're not like you're now you're doing it when you take the kids to school that's probably a bad time to take a gummy is when you're getting the kids in the car and that driving them problem. but if you can do that at home and in the comfort of your own bed yep. with your partner i think that's great it should be fun it should be and the bummer becomes when it's a chore and that's a drag but it even the chore is like okay i still need it so you know if you're going to so fucking do it. If you're going to be disgruntled about it, fine. I don't want you to be. <laughs> I don't like that this is a pity fuck, but I will take it. Yes. So, so I'm I'm serious, though. If, if, if it's you're fun, both yeah. having fun, that's fucking great. I agree with you about the problem thing, but I would also point out that for many, many people, sex is preceded by a couple drinks. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, have a drink. It's five o'clock. You have a drink maybe have another one a little later and then you're, so what is the difference it's not gummies aren't legal you're not breaking the law uh and it relaxes you and you're able to get a hold of those and and still care for your children i agree if you're taking a gummy when you wake up in the morning and then driving your kids to school problem red flag but uh but yeah i don't i mean it's a problem if you think it's a problem no, it, it, but I think it sounds it, like you feel guilty for having fun. Your sex life's back. Yeah, you, it's done nothing but good for you. So I wouldn't be worried about that at all. And yeah. and you know, look, it goes back to when you've got little kids around. It's hard to be loose and have fun because you are. I mean, I honestly, you're on call. We have to least. lock the door. In order to be able to do it without consent. And that doesn't mean they're not going to knock on the door, but at right. least they can't open it and catch us in a, in a in the act. We'll never have my contractor, Richard, do work for you because he showed my kids how to pick locks. Yeah, I remember you telling that story. Oh, boy. We had to, that was, we, there were two locked doors between us and the kids. And they were just, you know, they have a little hole. And mm-hmm. all you need is, and I can hear them giggling. Like, ah, we got this one open. Ah! We got John's like you know toweling to trying to cover up. I what give he's got you credit and... actually because the and I don't know what really happened, but I know the story you told seemed that you guys took it in stride. I would be, and I wouldn't. I don't hit my kids. I don't even really yell at my kids that much. I would be 
fucking so mad I because I didn't never know get on. her time. Yeah. Ever. And so maybe so, John was mad, but I wasn't mad. Yeah, I didn't care. I'm just saying like there's, you know, there's a, the occasional, this is back to their story. You're back together. Yes. Do what you do. Whatever works. You can't even get a word in with your partner without the kids going, mom, 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 right. mom. And they actually are trying to cut in. They're trying to stop you two from talking and take the attention away from you two. Sorry, uh, and to themselves. When did this become not about me? Right, right. And that happens. It happens at the dinner table. Well, we it sat happens. them down and said very seriously, like that's a locked door. You will appreciate knowing about locked doors very soon. Yeah, right. And that is that's locked for a reason, not to challenge you to right. come into the come into the fucking room. Uh, and then here's a P.S. Uh, from Sexy Stoned. I did Coco's homework for her. I had tried 69 years ago in a prior relationship and never was a fan. But the other day, after thinking about your show, I decided to give it a try, and I loved it. Thanks for planting the seed, guys. You're the best. And my husband thanks you, too. Yeah, I don't know why people don't like 69. I think it's great. Oh, I know you think so. It's fun. <laughs> But I like licking pussy, so that's you know. So for anything me, that involves that, is yeah, I'm I'm into that. Bonus. Um, that is all we have time for. But please send your uh, bad advices and all your questions, comments, stories. We love those responses to stuff. Uh, to Bryn B R Y N at radioalice.com. and uh, we'll, they they will get read and filed and perhaps make a debut appearance on the show. Thanks again, by the way, for listening. Yeah. Like, really, thank you. The end.